Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Footy in Paradise podcast. Welcome to the Footy in Paradise podcast. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of the Footy in Paradise podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Benny Carbus. How are we going, Ben? Really well, mate. Uh, looking forward to Indigenous Round this weekend. Plenty happening at all of our grounds. Um, it should be a cracking weekend of footy. Certainly should be. I'm going to crack straight into the fixture of games for this weekend. So starting in the men's competition across the development and the seniors. We've got the Lions and the Tigers at Holloway's Beach as part of the Dreamtime by the Sea. We've got the Saints and the Bulldogs at Griffiths Park and the Cutters and the Hawks at Fretwell. This is also replicated across the Chemist Warehouse senior women's competition with all the women's games starting at 11am. We've also got Division 3, the Cassowaries and Tigers at Crathen Park, followed by the Bulldogs and Stingers. We have heard a whisper that there might be some local celebrities running around in those Division 3 matches. Yeah, we had uh, Destin Edwards, the uh, umpire coach, kicked the, the first and only goal for the Cassowaries uh, last Friday night. Uh, he's been sure to uh, boast that all week long in the office, um, but looking forward to a potential debut of our facilities manager, Mick Cornish, donning the boots uh, with his son, Jack. Uh, so that's one to look out for this Friday night. Yeah, absolutely. Division 3 really kicked off with a lot of fun last Friday night at Watson's Oval, and it'll continue on this week at Crathen Park. Still not too late to register. Plenty of fun. If you've had a kick before or if you haven't, uh, please feel free to come down and try it out. We'd love to see you all down there. Benny, Indigenous round, such an important round in our competitions fixture. Do you want to run through some of the initiatives that are going to be delivered at the grounds around the competition this weekend. Yeah, look, we, every, everyone sort of knows that you know up here in Cairns, we've got a, a you know high percentage of our uh, our players, our coaches, our volunteers uh, have Indigenous background, and you know this is a, a pretty special round of footy. One of my favourites for the year. Uh, it's one of the biggest in terms of uh, crowd sizes and things like that. So I know, I know the clubs are putting in an amount of work to put in some activations before the game and, and do their best to sort of recognise the culture and traditions of our Indigenous population and uh, what they bring to our game. So uh, I think before the senior games at all three of our grounds, there'll be uh, some cer- ceremonial aspects to that, uh, whether it's, you know, the welcome to country, there's didgeridoo players, we've got dancers, uh, there's a few other bits and pieces of smoking. I know at Fretwell Park, they're doing uh, some stuff after the senior game as well. There's, um, some traditional Indigenous food and some more dancers out of Fretwell. So there's plenty going on. I encourage everyone to get out to one of the venues uh, on Saturday and uh, really enjoy uh, our this opportunity to uh, celebrate uh, the Indigenous uh, culture and uh, their involvement in our fantastic footy competition. Yeah, totally agree there. Some fantastic things happening on and off the field, not only in our seniors, but also in our juniors on Sunday as well. We've been through the fixture already. Starting in the men's competition, what are some of the matchups you're really looking out for this weekend? Well, Saints Central's just leaps out to you, uh, doesn't it? It's, you know, Saints are flying. Uh, we know that Central's have had uh, a good good couple of weeks at the back of uh, Gary Ablett. Uh, game that they got over north who gave them a bit of a nudge um, and so the Central's on their day we know with their fly-ins it'll be interesting to see whether that Zach Smith Seb Tate Josh Hall all come up for the game whether they stack the side against the latter leader Saints um, 
if they are full strength, this could be a, a really enticing battle. Look, Saints at home uh, on a Sunday afternoon, they're um, red hot at the moment. They're, they're tough to beat. Yeah, totally agree. What about over at Holloway's Beach, Dreamtime by the Sea, Tigers and Lions? We've touched on before, no matter where they are on the ladder, it's generally a pretty tough contest. But this year, they are relatively close on the ladder. So what are we expecting out of this contest? Yeah, definitely a, a danger game for the City Lions. Uh, North coming off the bye, whereas Lions coming off a, a tough loss against South, and that was a very physical game. So sure there's some um, battered boys out there at Holloway's Beach. Uh, they'll be up and about, though. Don't don't think for a second uh, they'll be off the Lions on Indigenous round. Um, this is, you know, dream time for them. This is a huge game, probably the biggest on the calendar uh, for City Lions. So they will most certainly be up and about on Sunday afternoon. Uh, you'd think that they are favourites heading into this, but let's let's be clear that North are going to be uh, in this battle for sure. Uh, we know that they get up for big games. We know they're a very uh, physical team. They bring a lot of pressure. They're the highest tackle count of any team in the competition. Uh, so we expect much of the same. Uh, Nick Johnson's out, so it's a key back for the Lions. Uh, we'll obviously wait and see uh, where the teams fall on, on Friday morning. But, um, you know, they've, they've still got a strong defensive unit, the Lions, but uh, Nick Johnson usually takes one of the, one of the key forwards. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how they, they fill that void. Yeah, absolutely. And on the flip side of that, Jace Tom obviously didn't play in the Tigers' last clash against the Bulldogs. Will he put himself back in the lineup and be that key target up forward? Also heard whispers that there may be some other potential inclusions into the Tigers' lineup. So another interesting one to watch out for. Into the Chemist Warehouse Senior Women's Competition, one of the clashes of the season so far, Cutters and the Hawks. Benny, what are we watching for in this contest? Yeah, look, very different game styles. Uh, South Cairns, we know that they love to run, carry, break it open, use the space, use their speed, get it into Tatiana Finland with, you know, one-on-one situations where we know she's super damaging and can hit the scoreboard. Whereas the Hawks were more in and under, uh, lots of tackles, win the stoppage, get it forward, um, you know, clear their clearance team. Uh, they've got some uh, big girls up front that can take strong marks and kick for goal. So very different styles of play. Uh, so it should be a really intriguing battle. Uh, you'd think South's out at Fretwell uh, probably will go in with. They'll come in with a lot of confidence, that's for sure. But coming off a, a, a loss to the Saints where they they didn't kick a goal, I'm sure the Hawkeys were watching that one and took some notes on how to shut down some of that run and carry. Yeah, agree. And first time the Cutters have faced adversity this season, coming off a loss. So see how they respond as that young developing group. Of the other two Chemist Warehouse clashes, what else are you looking out for, Ben? Yeah, I think the Lions North, so they're playing back-to-back games, obviously switching home grounds, um, even though well, last week was at Kazalis. But North got up there, Oh, a very tight battle. Uh, you know, they, they hit the scoreboard when it mattered. Uh, we spoke about that in the review. If you haven't listened, then uh, jump back on the, the last episode of the podcast. But they're playing two weeks in a row, but like I said, it's at back of Holloways. It's Indigenous rounds. Uh, we know Lions will get up for that game. So I, I actually think the result might be flipped on this one. It was that close last week that uh, I think the Lions um, are looking for a bit of revenge and, and might just get it on uh, Saturday morning. 
Fantastic. Another really special part of the day is the Indigenous Guernseys that some of the clubs will be wearing, so keep an eye on the socials for them. Now, a really special announcement we made at AFL Cairns yesterday was a new partnership with the AFL Cape York House Foundation. Yesterday at the announcement, we had AFL Cairns General Manager Craig Lees and AFL Cape York House Foundation Director Rick Hanlon. But what it does, it creates further awareness about AFL Cape York House Foundation and and what we stand for and what we're trying to achieve through our programs. Um, it gives other like-minded organisations and corporate organisations an opportunity to engage and, uh, and you know, and understand a little bit more, but more about the general public. Um, you know, there'll be many people in Cairns that don't even know that AFL Cape York House Foundation exists. Um, it's supporting young Indigenous kids and their families to, um, to achieve their goals and, and hopefully live strong and really robust lives and to actually be proud, strong and, and responsible young people. And I sit through the end of season um, celebration and their graduation and just in admiration of the work that's done in this space and watch the growth of individuals where they might come into the program in term one with, you know, obviously lacking security around, you know, who their identity is to then watch them progress through the program, you know, four terms later and see them on stage speak about their experiences within the house and then gain a really good education. You know, as a bystander that, you know, is obviously involved in this competition, this community, just absolute respect for what's done in this space. So if we can utilise the vehicle of AFL Cans to help promote the relationship with the foundation and keep those amazing success stories going for generations to come, as Rick said, as gatekeepers of this game, that's our responsibility to provide those opportunities. So a really important initiative and something that we're really proud of here at AFL Cairns, where we're such a proud organisation as AFL Cape York House Foundation. Community is one of our key pillars of how we operate and it's such an important piece of work, Ben. Yeah, look, we've worked fairly closely with Cape York House for a long time. We've got a great relationship uh, with them and uh, Rick knows footy better than anyone up here in Cairns. So um, solidifying that partnership um, you know, it's just a step forward in, in the journey we've been on uh, for quite a while and looking forward uh, to see what comes from that. Another really exciting event that's happening up in the Cairns region this weekend is the start of the under-9s girls competition. We recently had Australian legend Jenna Hay in the region as part of her role as Women and Girls Coordinator at AFL Queensland. And I sat down for a chat with Jenna and Marcus McDonald Camden, Regional Development Lead at AFL Queensland, to talk around the under-9s girls competition and the work being done in the space of women and girls participation. Good morning, listeners. Welcome back to the Footy in Paradise podcast. I am joined here by two staff members from AFL Queensland that have quite a bit to do with the Cairns region, Marcus McDonald-Camden and Jenna O'Hay. Good morning, team. Good morning. Morning, mate. Busy week for you both, as well as your colleague coming up here, a, a team of you out and about amongst schools trying to promote women and girls in footy. Tell us about some of the work that you've been doing over the last couple of weeks and then obviously in your role, Jenna, as well. Yeah, so uh, I'm the Women's and Girls Coordinator for AFL Queensland and myself and my lead, Maddie Crowley-Long, came up to Cairns uh, trying to get out to as many schools as possible to promote the Under 9 Girls Comp that is coming to Cairns next week and as part of the Women and Girls Action Plan, by 2030 we want a full pathway for girls. Um, Very exciting. Yeah, so we want to start from the ground up, which is where the Under 9s comes from, so really excited that we're starting with all girls under nines comp up here in Cairns, we're super excited. It's been a great week. Awesome. 
in general, and not just talking about the Cairns region, but, but footy and what you've both kind of seen in your experiences, where, where do you think uh, we're doing well in terms of women and girls and where do you think there's some room for improvement in terms of that fully inclusive pathway? Participation this year in particular is going through the roof. The Auskick numbers, superstar numbers are unbelievable in the participation space. Um, umpires is slowly increasing. We're up about 18, 19% of registered umpires being female, which is really great. I think it's the coaching space where we're seeing our most challenging um, time. Uh, we'd really like to see more female coaches. Um, by 2030, we'd like 40% of registered coaches to be female um, and 40% of registered umpires to be female. So we're tracking nicely in the umpires space. At the moment in Queensland, we're about 11, 12% of women um, coaches. So. We've got a lot of work to do in that space, um, but we're hoping, getting out to the regions and really promoting, we can uh, see that rise. Yeah. Marcus, you're kind of like an extra staff member here for us at AFL Cairns, that obviously AFL Queensland employed, but spend your time around the office and around the schools here. What, what are you seeing in the region uh, in terms of that development space? Uh, I think we're definitely tracking the right way. Um, like Jenna was saying, I think the more girls we can build, it helps us just Keep the youth girls more sustainable, so starting to get that under nine, going to under 11s, under 13s, and just trying to create. And I think we're going in the right direction. Superstars numbers are good, Oscar numbers are up. I think we're on track to have a really good year. Fantastic. Jenna, obviously you've got a long and proud history in women's sport and in, in basketball in, in your case. Um, in terms of that, the importance of that really fully inclusive path, as we say, that there is that entry point and you can play within kind of where you should be playing all the way through up to that elite level. How important was it for you and how important do you think it obviously is for football in the region? Yeah, it was really cute getting out to the schools this week and when we've said that it's, yeah, under nine, all girls, you can see their faces light up. It is a space that girls do want to play with other girls, so it's really great that Cairns is running this under nine all-girls comp um, and, yeah, by the time 2030 comes around, we're just hoping there's that full pathway. Um, girls can see where they're going. They have, yeah, opportunities to play with other girls right through their footy careers and then hopefully into umpiring coaching as well. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, last question, Marcus. Obviously, the under-9s competition is starting next week. Any details? How do people register if they're keen? Um, that's an outstanding question. So head to our socials, is that right, Jess? Head to our socials, you can register there. Kicks off Friday the 19th of May at 5 o'clock in our first round we played out at Watson's Oval. Um, everyone playing there, just having a good time, having a kick, $80 for 10 weeks of awesome fun. Just all girls having a kick, should be good. Some Get amazing, it. Absolutely. Some amazing uniforms have come out as well, some one-of-a-kind ones for that competition. So uh, fantastic to see. We'll be out there on the socials and, and spreading the word of the competition, but fantastic to have you both up here and doing fantastic work out in the community. Thank oh, you. Thank you, Jess. Thank you. <laughs> So, as you can hear, plenty going on in the football community in Cairns. Ben, before we wrap up, are there any other final things that you want to touch on? Oh, mate, I just want to quickly throw in the Sun Lover stat of the week. Uh, it's not a surprising one. But I think it's worth mentioning. I'm going to focus on the women's competition uh, this week. Uh, we know we've spoken about how tight that competition is at the moment and any uh, team on their day can get the chocolates. Uh, so I want to I want to focus on what I think is one of the most important stats in the women's competition, and that's disposal efficiency. Uh, so I'm looking at the averages across the teams here. No surprises, the Hawks are at 55% disposal efficiency, so they're top of the charts. 
uh, whereas the city lines down the bottom, they're only at 35%, right? So there's sort of 20% difference on average disposal efficiency across the, the top and bottom uh, clubs in that women's competition. So it goes Hawks, South, Saints, no surprises there. The top three teams on the ladder and uh, arguably sort of our best three teams in the women's comp that are uh, in form at the moment are leading that stat, followed by the Centrals, North and the Lions. Uh, so that's one to watch throughout the year. If teams can improve their disposal efficiency, um, it should go hand in hand with uh, winning a few more games and uh, working their way up the ladder. Yeah, it's a really good stat to touch on because we've uh, we've noted a few times in the podcast the importance of being able to to chain possession. So when you have the ball in the defensive fifty, being able to control it, move it into your forward half of the ground, and then capitalize when you have the ball in front of goal. Really important component to the game. So especially for the Hawks, if they can control that inside footy, but then also manage to to get that chain possession on the outside, it can be a really tough team to beat this year. So next week's podcast, we will do a analysis of all the results and all the action across Indigenous round, but we're also going to do a deep dive into our All-Stars matches. So we'll preview each match, we'll run through exclusively the lineups of the match, so you'll hear it first on the Footy in Paradise podcast, and we might even give a bit of a tip, uh, Ben and myself, for matches. So in the meantime, please get out, uh, make sure you get to a venue, enjoy Indigenous Round, enjoy the celebrations, and we'll see you next week. This podcast series will take our listeners through the latest news, results, stats, and exciting matchups across the AFL Cairns competitions. This podcast contains the thoughts and opinions of our presenters and isn't necessarily represented across the organisation.